Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of the Curiosity Cache. How are all the players doing today? Pretty good. Yay! Thumbs up. Well, if I remember correctly, we ended the last episode with everyone kind of uh, milling around near the ramp that went up into the fun house in this strange carnival. Um, you had found that the little splotches on the ground were actually people and had managed to re-inflate them after Pracha figured out that they were still alive because she herself had been splooched onto the ground um, through uh, your own devices and the help of a large pink squeaky dinosaur you managed to chase off the, the scary harlequin which ran well, its legs ran back into the, the carnival house, or the fun house. And I think the the four of you had gone up the ramp and left the the people you had inflated to essentially try to reinflate the rest of the town that was still there. And you were staring in the door of the fun house. Does that sound correct? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So what do you do? How 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 do the townspeople look? Are they are they still in that shocked phase? Like, oh my god, we were stepped on a clown two days ago and we've been here. Or are they like kind of milling around that we might be able to chat with them? There's definitely out? like some like people who are just now being like inflated. Uh, many of them still have that like shock look, but you can tell that uh, Arlen, the the blacksmith, he's he's definitely much more um, uh, with it. Um, probably much of his hesitance and and standoffishness from last session was more because there was a giant clown running around stepping on everything, and he fair. was he was like trying to cope with that. But uh, with you guys chasing and him also, off, he's definitely like yeah. caught up mentally. What's up, Braca? Uh, I I think he was also worried that Braca initially ran over there like kind of loud. And he was afraid that we we're going to draw the Harlequin to him and get him right. squished. Right. Which is fair. It, completely fair. <laughs> Braca is not a subtle horse. Captain, did you have a, a plan for talking to them? or? I had the beginnings of a plan. Gotcha. But the, the rest of the plan is being currently brought together. But I do want to like kind of gather them around like get a nice power as the captain of a ship i assume that's what i do so like i don't have to think of things like let's brainstorm together yeah yeah and i, I remember the the one other place where we left it off I, I think that we were looking in there and we realized wait it, in our size it's gonna be a gigantic hike to actually get through here so maybe we shouldn't go through there but the good news is uh we found someone who was very interested uh, in the blacksmith and you know all the fine work that he was doing and yes yes at least some members of the party were like hey let's make this match happen and Braca's like hey I'm gonna step aside to help make this match happen totally so what do you want to say to the the townsfolk First, I want to get a better understanding of uh, what 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 this is or what this happened. Like, were they expecting a clown and a pink dinosaur? Did they like call in a clown for like gotcha. some kid's birthday party and then got something more than they like bargained for? 
Do they just like show up and then? Totally. Uh, so you ask around and um, are you talking to like the the blacksmith and all that? Yeah. Um, the the carnival itself had stopped by. Um, it had actually been there for a few days, and nothing weird had happened beyond you know it being a, a carnival, and so therefore the weirdness that was experienced was supposed to be experienced. So like right. you know they have attractions that are weird, but it wasn't something that this this Harlequin wasn't something anyone had seen in the. Uh, um, the general show at all, and yet it seems as though it came from that fun house. So they, they don't really know whether it was the carnival's fault, right, or if something else happened. Okay. Are there other? carnival workers any chance that any of them got shrunk down that we could uh have a little conversation with yeah it could be um go ahead and do a are you asking around or are you just looking around um well, I think I just mentioned a moment ago Brock is not that subtle so <laughs> I, I think he'd be more asking around and giving a definite look I understand but we need to talk to anyone who may have been in this carnival before there is more damage done okay so um, you don't need to do a a perception check the people that you're talking to um, at first they feel a little like they're a little startled because you are rather abrupt and and a little bit more than they can handle right now but the the blacksmith definitely steps up and he looks around um and he shakes his head no he doesn't see any of the carnival workers these are all people he knows they're all townsfolk okay and you're you're doing a you're doing a real good job you know bringing them back up and inflating them so keep working at i'm sorry if that was startling but Sometimes, for everyone's safety protection, you have to be a little forceful. Not <laughs> not necessarily violent or deadly, but you know, sometimes using your big voice means you don't have to use your big fists. It's true. Uh, the the uh, blacksmith Arlen he nods. He, it seems like he gets it. Um, he doesn't seem put out by your your abruptness or your your tone or anything like that. Um, the elderly lady Agatha even she kind of walks up and is looking at you in a, in a way that you haven't really encountered before necessarily like a lot of times when you're like being loud and abrupt people are just like shh calm down mind your own business or whatever but it seems like a lot of people are turning towards you and the others um, almost like they're they're waiting to see what you do like how you are going to react to this um, perhaps they are, you can do an insight, do an insight check. With an eight. So uh, you're not totally sure why they're looking at you this way, but they seem to be expecting something. 
have to and I'm gonna like look them. around. Yeah. Are they mostly human? All human? Any? Are there iron bread? Any orcs? You see, uh, it is it is mostly human, um, but there are rep- like representatives <laughs> of other races. Uh, you don't see any iron bread. There are some orcs and some half orcs. There are a couple of half elves, although you see no elves. Uh, over there, currently being inflated, is a dwarven woman. But for the most part, yeah, this town is mostly human. And you do know that this... If you were where the captain thinks you are, you're getting close to the Calastian hegemony, so having a city that is mostly the redeemed races um, is not weird. And the fact that it's mostly human is kind of... uh, shows that you are that close to the, the border. So while this is all going on, Pracha and Desim, what are you two doing? Um, I'm actually going to step forward and uh, look at all of the townspeople that are still there mm-hmm. um, and uh, basically look at them and say, Hi, so we need your help. Um, you guys were here at the carnival before us. This means that you might have a little bit more insight about what's been going on. Obviously, you were flattened a lot longer than I was. It was a brief incident with me. It was much longer for you. I'm very sorry about that. Hopefully, you're better now. However, we need to know if you saw anything strange, magical, anything like that that could lead us was it in the fun house because that looks creepy was it over there near the creepy dinosaur the creepy lizard pink squeaky thing was it somewhere else like this is your time to say if you saw anything at all because i imagine that we all want to get to full size and also make sure that your village town is no longer overrun by pirate cats wait pirate cats uh, yes he uh, likes them. Gonna point to the captain. A lot of them like look around at each other nervously. When were the? Where are their pirate cats? I completely forgot about the pirate cats. <laughs> <laughs> they were your favorite part. How could you pirate cats? <laughs> they don't. I I just wanted to. Go, they don't know about the pirate cats. They don't. Oh, I. Mm. I kind of want to, while this is happening, want to go around and talk to the villagers, specifically look for any, like, fishers or any people who would be proficient with, like, fishing. Because I'll be honest, I had a thought that perhaps these villagers are actually just more carnies, because that would not shock me in this carnival. Oh, gotcha. So essentially you're trying to figure out whether or not they actually are townsfolk, because it's a fishing town. Right, and so like if I could find like no one's like, what's a fish? Right. Uh, Okay. Uh, So we'll start with Pracha's question as far as what Mm -hmm. what the weird stuff is. Um, You hear several people start talking at once, and not only are they trying to tell you, but then they're like talking to each other, and they're like, no, 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 this happened first. But essentially, it boils down to um, after the carnival showed up some weird things started happening, but it wasn't like right after it was mostly like yesterday. Um, 
some weird stuff happened. Uh, there was a house over there that, like, the, the walls turned into cake and it had frosting. Um, there's, like, uh, another house that said that all of their uh, furniture turned to, like, various types of candy or, like, weird things showed up, like uh, flowers that weren't there or, like, stuffed animals. Um, toys began moving on their own. Strange things like that. And then, it like, other things that were more disturbing started showing up. The pink dinosaur showed up, for example. Um, no one really knew what to make of that, but it showed up kind of amid the beginning of the chaos. And so as everyone was running around, all of a sudden that clown came running out. And even though the, the pink dinosaur was, like, chasing the clown around, the clown was, like, purposefully running around, stepping on people. Um, they don't know if anyone who was in the area made it out. And they don't know why anyone who was out of the area has not come in in the last day or so to check on them, to try and fix the situation. You're the first people that they've seen from their flattened perspectives. So let me get this straight. You haven't really seen anybody in a few days, but right. you know, weird things were happening around the village and then the clown came out and you guys shrunk. But did you guys see anything around the carnival itself that was magical or strange or was it largely from this fun house area? Because we're tiny. I yeah. wanna make sure we go to the right place. So the only thing that's new that was strange is the the the, the harlequin um they they had some cages over there that had some strange beasts in them no one like that's there has been over to see whether or not those beasts are still there like they're kind of over over in that field over there behind the fun house but we've been squished so we don't know what's going on over there now um so there are some strange creatures over there but the last anyone saw, they were doing the same thing that they've been doing for the last three days. Uh, and Captain, your question about fishermen. Yeah, so uh, the town is definitely large enough to have more than just people who work in the fishing industry, but you do end up finding several people that are either sailors that you know work on a ship or that are like uh, some kind of fisher person or, or fishmonger. I feel better. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Decim, um, if I remember correctly, when we ended last time, you were kind of sipping on a, a potion. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, kicking back potion. Uh, that was pretty sure I'm trying to clear out one or two of the, the empty bottles that yeah. were consumed if I remember correctly, that potion actually made you smaller. I had actually forgotten about that until yes. just now. Small so, and swole. What's that? Small and swole. Right. So you're very well built, but you're very, very, very tiny. Uh, I feel like the group noticed this, but I don't know if any of you want to do anything about it or even can do anything about it. But, Desmond, what do you do in response? Um, that's what I, I think, uh, is going to try on this new form to 
squeeze into places that he has not squeezed before. Yeah, so, and there are a lot of them. Between floorboards now or between, like, planks, you know, like, really get into the art yeah. of the squeeze. There's certain yeah. areas of, like, the the boards that hold up the ramp, like, that have cracks that you could, like, fit into a crack or, like, underneath the fun house. You can definitely, like, go in between the boards that are essentially that um, that skirting that would go around uh, an upraised building. Um, you can you can squeeze a lot of places right now. It's it's the ultimate mode of transportation, um, and uh, going to uh, fully exercise my ability to do so simply as a show of my prowess. So, as he's like running around and everything, um, Pracha and Captain. And Brock, you're close enough as well. Uh, you hear Agatha. She kind of s- makes this like startled noise um, as she looks down and sees Decim running around. But then she squints and she like pulls her spectacles up a little bit more and she's like, I have a bag just like that in my shop. And he goes scurrying off. I look at Agatha... Do you make um, potions of oh, any I kind? Oh, yes. I'm Me a, too. I do. I'm, I am the town apothecary. Do you need something? Do you have a rash? Do you have an itch? Do you need to grow more hair? We need to grow bigger. Could you do that? That would, yeah, that would actually be, I mean, it would be temporary, but it would That's be simple. That's fine. It would be simple if I had access to my stuff. And if I wasn't this small. Hmm. What what stuff do you need? Well, I have a shop. Okay. You probably don't know where it is, being outsiders. No, no, of course not. <laughs> but um, But in my what, shop, I have various, you... various ingredients, and, and I can make a potion that would enlarge us, a creature for, you know, a limited time. Did you, I, I actually have a question. Do you, did you have any of those potions pre-made potentially, like just on hand? She like looks up thoughtfully and is like, you can tell she's like ticking numbers in her head as far as like what her sales are and stuff, such. I might, I might have something. Thank you. <laughs> All that thought. I'm going to go running after Decim. Okay. Um, Decim's run away. Decim's running around in this like very uh, excited and and oddly. Um, I can't think of the word right now. I apologize. Uh, very exuberant, exuberant, but also very focused. Like he he's obviously like looking for stuff, and then you see him, and he runs over and like squeezes through a crack, and then he runs over to another area, and like he actually crawls down into the ground where there's a crack in the ground, and he just dis- disappears for a few moments, and then he climbs back out. And apparently he is he actually hasn't crawled back out yet because he's not on the screen. So. Until he crawls out, what do you all want to do? I'm going to wait in front of the hole like a cat in yes. front of a mouse hole. <laughs> uh, took all the potions. Yeah, it's like, do, do we just stand and wait, or do we try and hide? No, he'll listen to us. He's a rational creature. Sort of. <laughs> yes. And Captain, are you doing anything? I think. 
I don't think Captain would fully understand the dynamic yet, yeah. but um, we'll definitely follow Pratcha and Brock up. Like, if this were all right, I'm I'm here too. I just kind of like fit in where mm -hmm. he needs to be. And as you as you are all walking through this growing crowd of people, like every so often, somebody kind of like pats you on the shoulder or whatever, and says, "Thank you, thank you for saving us. It's appreciated." I'm actually going to look the captain, captain and Braca. I was like, I need you guys to explain to Dasum that one of those potions could save us and make us big again, which would be awesome. And I'm going to go back and talk to Agatha to ask what the bottle would look like. Cause I don't think any of us want to sort through all of those Dasum well, but we want to find the right one. And then Dasum can yeah. have the rest. You find the right one. Just need one. Oh, okay. Oh, important question. Yeah. It, okay. It, we we make make sure to ask if all the growth potions are labeled the same way. That it's not just hey we're we're gonna toss random potions into random bottles. That's true. All right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to Agatha to do that while these guys are waiting in front of the the squeeze hole. Okay. And while while you walk back again, more people are, are thanking you. Uh, you see this like strange admiration in their eyes that. As a um, a store clerk slash guard for the store, you've never really seen before. It's, it's I'm not going to tell you how you feel about it, but it's definitely strange. Like they they, they feel honestly thankful for your help. It's really weird. And I as, don't know if I like. <laughs> and as you get and back, I have. Um, <laughs> what's that? Uh, no, go go ahead, go. Uh, as you get back um, and you talk to Agatha, how do you how do you phrase this? What are you asking her? Agatha, I have a question for you because we could potentially go on a mission to your store and find this enlarging potion. And obviously, it'll be a bit of a struggle. We have some tiny ropes to get us on top of things, but I really oh, yeah. because the potions are going to be so big, I want to make sure we get the right one. So, could you describe what? bottle it would be in and how it would be labeled like and if there are multiple of these because if we can get multiple of these enlarge ourselves temporarily go into that location defeat the curse and then everyone's enlarged again that would be ideal and as you're as you're talking about this you definitely notice there are people that are listening and they're like oh they're they're gonna go they're gonna go fix all of this that's amazing wow that was some expert negotiating. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Agatha nods and she's like, yeah, the, the one that you're looking for, it'll be in a, in a green glass bottle and it has okay. like a, it, it flares out from the bottom and kind of grows at the top. Okay. Um, but you don't want, there's another one that's similarly colored, but it's more of a corkscrew shape. Don't drink that one. That one's bad. Don't, dr don't drink the coarse corkscrew. Right. Drink the one that flares out from the bottom. Correct. Um, and how many doses are in there, do you think? Well, I mean, for like, a normal-sized person, it, you would drink one one bottle, but okay. I don't, I don't, I could sit down and she kind of like starts ticking the numbers in her head again that you can, you can just tell what like her gears are, are going. Um, I, I actually don't even know how it's going to affect someone of your size currently. Yeah. Or the so, magic, well, the magic that made you the size? Hmm. It would be, be very a, careful. <laughs> okay, we'll be we'll be very. What if we could? If you have like a, let's say 
for instance, you have a shrinking potion. Just throw it out there. Yeah. What if we shrunk the enlargement potion down to like our size? Would that would that only affect one of us still, or could we like dose it out among all four of us temporarily? But it would last less. The theory is sound, but without having done any experiments, I couldn't, I I can't guarantee anything. So when you're in my shop and there's the sign that guarantees my potions, I cannot hold to that guarantee right now in your current condition. We will figure it out. Thank you very much. Green bottle goes like that, not this corkscrew. Correct. What, What does the corkscrew do? Um... I don't sell many of them there and she kind of like looks around to make sure that no one's really listening and like there are people watching and so she just kind of stops and she's like it's not it's not great on the bowels got it okay thank you good to know i'm gonna go back to my companions okay. or waiting squeeze hole so at the squeeze hole um decim so you've like squeezed yourself down in this this crack that's on the ground and you've found yep. like um, their actual name has escaped me. You found roly polies that are oh. just enormous, and they don't seem like all that affected by you being there. But they definitely like their antenna are like flicking at you, and then they kind of just crawl around, and you can feel the earth like vibrate around you from their size. Strike a defensive pose to. Uh assess whether or not they are bloodthirsty or yeah. not. They don't seem to be interested in eating you. I shall ride one. Every uh, every worthy person deserves a good steed. Right. I've heard that before, I'm pretty sure. Bracca and Captain Morgan, you both have uh, dark vision, right? 30 feet. Okay. I'm pretty sure the Triton has his dark. Yeah, uh, double check, but I'm pretty sure he does. So as odd as it is, like, this crack in the ground is so large compared to you now, like, it's it's smaller than you could fit into, but it, the way that it is sized to you, you actually see into it, like, with, whereas if you were huge, you wouldn't even notice it. And down in the crack, you can see Decim, like, climbing up onto what looks like a large shelled insect and like are you like rodeoing it or are you just like what are you doing it's got you know a a mind uh blade aloft uh seems to be making declarations uh loud loudly as loudly as he possibly can yeah uh, so out of the crack this voice is shouting what are you shouting uh, something about infernal creatures uh, shall shall not be able to be uh, able to outrun my my mighty steed for glory and justice is uh, at the uh, the tip of this blade. I shall vanquish all things evil. Uh, behold my glory. So, uh, Braca, Braca, uh Captain, what is uh, Decim doing right now? Uh, Desim seems to be making friends. Can I inside check to see if he's making friends or enemies? <laughs> did you did you call and tell him to come out? 
We're working on it. I I was going to, but then like he started like riding the bug and was so focused that <laughs> it's a paladin thing. <laughs> and he definitely seems to be shouting paladin phrases from the like limited experience that you may have having encountered paladins. They definitely seem to be very vocal and shouting things like that. How did he wind up being a paladin with Corian? Like, there's just a language barrier here. We've just... <laughs> we awesome. missed so much time by assuming he was just a potion salesman. Like, just... Yes, yes, the people need your heroism once more. Arise. Arise from this crack in the ground. Desim, you definitely uh, hear it. Like, the voice is very booming and almost drawn out, but you you hear it. I'll, you know, I'll ride out to it. He, he clearly doesn't seem like he understands entirely what you just said. The things that he is calling out seem to be uh, uh, almost mimicked in a way, as if he doesn't necessarily understand the words themselves. Uh, but he does yell them a lot. Okay. Are you trying to ride yeah. the, the insect out, or are you going to climb off and climb back up? Yeah, I'm going to ride the, this this mighty steed to glory and vanquish my enemies. Do a do a animal handling. Oh, I need to get a dice. One second. Sure. And that's why I was looking for the insight on whether or not the beast is uh, okay with this and right. friendly. We're about to find out. Yep. Uh, because I'm nine. not sure if we can get down there. Number nine. Number nine. You actually have a bonus to that. Uh, the the insect seems pretty indifferent. Um, how are how are you trying to uh, steer it, Desim? Um. Well, what I do know is that the more you yell and pose, the more gallantly the thing moves. So. Uh, I will try and strike as, as great of a pose as I possibly can and yell out continued strings of uh, declarations of, of advancement and uh, glory um, and behold myself, for I am the weapon of God. Um, glory and riches to his, to his name. So... You feel like it's working because the roly-poly continues crawling and you feel very majestic. Um, but, Braca, you notice that the roly-poly is just really kind of crawling in the direction it already was. It might be crawling a little faster, but it's not really, like, following any kind of path that seems to be laid out by Decim. Like, it's not crawling out of the crack so much as just crawling. <laughs> okay. Is it crawling towards us? It's not crawling a, away from you. It's just crawling along the, the the length of the crack. So it's not really going anywhere <laughs> quickly. Rocka, reach into yeah. the crap and get some. <laughs> I, 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 I think Brock is just going to sit down and have a good laugh at this for a minute. <laughs> completely fair um 
So Prasha asks you to reach in there. You don't really see a way for you to get your fingers in there. Do you have any tools you could try and grab him with? Uh, uh, does, does Brock have tools? I don't know. I so, mean, so what's your... Uh, you have carpenter tools, right? I, I have carpenter's tools. I have tinker's tools. Oh, tinker's tool. Yeah, so I can totally like to, see you having like... Oh, definitely like, uh, with tinker's tools, I could see something kind of long -y. You know, like a long, thin piece of metal or something to just lean out and be like, okay. Yeah, try, try and incentivize the roly-poly to climb on it. Right, right, totally. Uh, do a... Do a dex check. So, you pull out this... A dex, this, uh, a dex check or a dex uh, tinker's tools check? A tinker's tool would be fine. Cool. So Braca pulls out this satchel of tools and like leans down and very carefully places the the like kind of prod down in there and he's waiting ever so patiently and you notice his hand trembles just slightly but it's not enough that the roly poly doesn't climb onto it and then he pulls out the roly poly with Decim writing on it. So Decim, you're writing on this roly poly that's now like in the air. Whoa. It's it's clearly uh, um, a side effect of all of these liquids I have consumed so far. <laughs> right. uh, totally into it. Decim. I, I look I look to see if he's like paying attention vaguely. And the ruling point um, is just like climbing slowly up the rod. <laughs> he looks a bit drunk, but uh, no, he is paying attention. Okay. Uh, do you still have all those potion bottles? He holds up three empty ones that he's still kind of pulling the liquid out of. Uh, we and need one. Yeah, the whole thing of uh, potions across his chest. Yeah, you can keep all of them except there's one that is green, like grass, and and goes like that. It flares out. I, I need I I need that. That's a good question. Does he have a potion that looks like that? Uh, so you're gonna look in the bag? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's one in there. Oh, your audio cut out. Hold that up. Yes, that one. Can I have that one? Uh, Someone wants to sample your wares. John, your audio keeps cutting out. Sorry. What'd you say? Desm uh, says that this is uh, very small and Prasha is very big. Yes. I, I, I still want it. I'm going to carefully take it because eventually whatever you took with all your things will wear off and I assume it will return to its normal size or maybe i assume hopefully we'll see we'll see uh and then i hold out my hand very gingerly they don't want to break mean, it uh Desm will uh hop onto the hand okay that works <laughs> perfect great i'm gonna put him on my shoulder yes <laughs> <laughs> 
You went from having a roly-poly mount to having an orc mount. Even better. Straight upgrade, 100%. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hand over the, the potion to to uh, the Pracha. Okay. Cool. Okay, very, very gingerly take it, like, with an open palm. Just hold it out. I don't know how long the tiny potion lasts. I could ask Agatha, but... I think she'll be on to us then. <laughs> and then demand everything back. And it'll just be really awkward. And I hate awkward moments. You know when, like, a person comes into the store and, and looks at you and, and assumes that you're, like, like this store manager and like starts talking to you and you don't know what to say but they're talking so fast that you like can't interrupt them and say i just don't know what you're talking about you think i'm somebody else like it's like that except she assumes we're like the heroes so like if i tell her no we just took everything from you it's just gonna be an awkward situation right am i am i wrong with that should should we tell her uh, in my line of work, um, if someone assumes something good about you, you you just let that go for as long as possible. Okay. Don't dissuade them otherwise. What, 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 what do you mean when someone assumes something good about you? I'm not used to that feeling. Well, they're okay. Like right now, they assume we are the heroes, which we are. We did chase off the legs of the clown and the rest of the clown that came attached to the legs. Um, that part is true, but there's the other yeah. part about us coming in to save them, which admittedly is less true. We're saving them so we don't die because yesterday we were like lost at sea. It's true. So it's our motivations are different, but like it's <laughs> technically the same. But shouldn't we, you know, act like the heroes and be, you know, I mean, good still, people and occasionally yeah. borrow things from them for we're our needs. Yes. I mean, we're still we're still helping them out. Everyone wants to be unshrunk, so it's not like this is bad. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe I, I haven't got out enough, but I thought they'd just understand that you know occasionally heroes need to requisition things. No. Really? Because I, I, I yeah, I, I have never been uh, punished for my requisitions before. Yeah, adventurers requisitions oh, wait, all the time from inns and taverns. Don't tell me they don't requisition stuff from inns and taverns. That like constantly happens. They come in, they're smashing chairs because they're getting into like an arm wrestling match and they're <laughs> so strong that they fucking smash a table. And then like the barmaids are trying to clean up and they're hitting on the barmaids and the barmen and whoever else is there. And there was just like, 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 I had talked to a tavern owner once and was like, I hope the Avengers don't come in. And I was like, why? And they like, they completely trashed my entire establishment each time. I mean, they pay well, but damn, they trash everything. And then they leave the next day because they're going on some glorious adventure. And then like the evil maid shows up and then they trash my place too. And then they go after the Avengers because I'm not, you know, I try to tell them information, but they don't like stop in time for me to tell them where they went and it's just this whole thing and i was like okay that's understandable i'll never open a tavern then 
So you notice several of the people that are standing closest to you have just, like, stopped and are staring at Pracha. That look of, like, hope and not quite reverence, <laughs> but, like, that, like, respect is not really on their face any longer. And they're just like, what have we done? <laughs> and you notice that Braca has moved away and is with the people, giving that exact same look. Look, sometimes you have conversations with people, and you just have to. Sh- anyway, well, we're, we're going to look at this thing now. <laughs> yeah, so it definitely is the bottle she described. Um, it's just very tiny. Okay. Well, you should eat it. This is the voice in I your don't... ear. I I want to wait until it gets bigger so we can all share it so that we can all get big potentially for a short amount of time because I think we'd be more effective that way. Right. Um, so I don't know how long being tiny lasts for you. Would my experience as a, a, a pirate of the seas let me have any kind of knowledge of like potions in general? Do you mean pirate of the seas that cast magic? Or just Pirate of the Seas? Uh, I meant just Pirate of the Seas, although, yes, I will, should add that. Pirate of the Seas that casts, like, magic-y stuff. Yeah, you could do an Arcana check. You are smart, kind of. You can do this. Okay, 15. Nice. Uh, you have definitely heard of potions that can do this. Uh, most of the time they have, like, a limited uh, duration. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're more for a temporary effect as opposed to oh, I really don't like that statue being so big. I want to shrink it down permanently. Like that kind of thing. Uh, sure. <laughs> so, usually an hour. Okay. Sometimes so less. Sometimes they're only ten minutes. Okay, so I'll communicate that with Pratchett. Like, it probably shouldn't last more than an hour, so we could like, sit down like rest up until then. That's probably We should probably rest up anyway, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And so we can start... Maybe we can organize uh, some of these town folks just yeah. in case there's another attack of some kind. Um, Don't think of that. Yeah. Like there's not there's not a lot we can do, but maybe tiny missiles of some kind might be good. Or if anybody has magic in this group, maybe yeah. Agatha cast something just in case. Yeah, I like that. There's some kind of like defense force in case the. Yeah. Uh, the clown returns. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, we killed it, I think. You God. killed it, I think. The, I don't know. the lizard bit it, but it walked away and disappeared. So yeah, it... I don't know what it was. So we should uh, see what everybody can do. Um, when we were talking to the townsfolk, uh-huh. did they say there were many people working at the carnival? You didn't really get a, a feel for the number of people now. Okay. There also may be more of these things. Uh, I so will yeah, give I you like this. Um, as you walked in, before you shrunk, and even after you shrunk a bit, like looking around and assuming that the various food vendors and uh, game booths and stuff like that, assuming each of those had a person, like one person in them, Right. then you could assume that there would be at least a dozen or more carnies that would work those, let alone, mm-hmm. like, uh, you saw some, like, weird contraptions that might be, like... Uh... Actually, I'm not even sure you know what those are. <laughs> those weird contraptions are. Uh, they look like 
like amalgamations of, of wood and metal and some ropes and stuff like that but it was um in fact one of them captain reminded you very much of an octopus but at the end of each arm was like a bucket or like gotcha. you know like some kind of strange uh, bucket shaped thing that had a chair in it right uh, this is so weird. yeah like if somebody was over by that then that would be another worker and there was probably workers with those animals they were talking about the fun right. house would probably have people so you could easily count one to two dozen workers just off the top of your head gotcha so yeah we should definitely get some kind of like defense thing maybe uh Bessem can teach them how to squeeze properly if it comes to that yeah. Yeah. I was very good at squeezing yeah He's even better now. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to go back over to the... Oh, Braca, what were you saying? Yeah. Uh, is there anything that it seems like we might be able to use as a tripwire, which would go over our tiny heads, but would trip anything that's big enough? Gotcha. Um, like, I feel like you might have some wire and stuff in your tinker tools or in... But you feel like because of the size that you are currently, they would probably snap very easily. You could probably look around mm -hmm. the local area and see what you could find, though. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead yeah, and do, like a, that. do an uh, investigation check. And how far out do you want to range? Do you just want to go, like, to the closest possible booths or just immediately around you or further into the carnival? Uh, I don't want to go that far out. I think ju just the next couple booths, but not go that far, especially by myself. Okay. Um, what'd you get for your investigation? 15? So you head out, and there was a booth that you had actually run by on your way here that's probably the closest. And so you head over that direction, and you do find, like, a uh, for you, it's pretty large but you find like a ball of twine that's in there that could very easily be wrapped around something. Um, you could roll the ball by yourself, but actually like manhandling it to unroll it and tie it around things and all that, you probably need help. Uh, project captain, uh, found some twine that we may be able to use to uh, trip anything that comes running towards us, something bigger that, uh, yeah, might, might buy us some time. Sure, and then people uh, can stab them in the eyes when they fall down. Yes. Well, I was thinking that they'd be more likely to be walking forward and fall on their face. Yep, and then yeah. we're so small that the eyes are within our striking distance. Just like... Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Alright, let's do it. Oh, that's the kind of training you have. Ah, okay. <laughs> cool also I'm going to call the blacksmith because this just in case like we're not here when this happens so there he's also aware of the plan he can like disseminate it gotcha oh good uh, thinking very good thinking um he obviously I'll, wasn't there to hear Proch's outburst and so he is still like has that we got the, yeah <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying Proch's uh, Oh, uh, I'm also going to turn to him and say, if you can, organize the townspeople. Find anyone with relevant military defense experience 
and arm yourselves as best you can. If you have to use buttons as shields, do that. Use, you know, anything sharp, potentially. You want things that could potentially pierce and stab because we're so small. Slashing isn't going to do much good in this case. But if you can get people down on your level and, like, go for sensitive areas, like, in the nose and eyes and possibly the even the mouth, then do it. He nods like he's taking all this in. Um, and he begins talking with some of the other townsfolk. And you can hear him. They're, they're trying to figure out where they can find something locally. And a couple of them are like, oh, there's one of the, the carnies had a, a booth that had some, like, um, stuffed toys that have, like, buttons for eyes. And so a few of them run off that direction. And a couple others are like, well, there there was, like, that one guy who was selling the, the drinks that had, like, the little, the little like, swords sticking at them with fruit sticking on them. Uh, those might work. I'm not sure what the swords were made out of, but and somebody else calls out, "No, they were metal. Trust me, I like was I, I had a few of those myself." Um, the I, they're probably on the ground over there somewhere, and so a few more people run off to go find those little uh, cocktail swords. <laughs> I like this plan. Perfect. All right. So, after about an hour, and if you guys want to use a a short rest to doing healing. I don't know if you need to or whatever. Um, you can do that. But otherwise, as you're sitting there, um, Decim and all of his belongings and the bottle that Pracha was holding all return to be your current size, not their original size. But what do you do? All right. Is the potion now my size, our size now? It is, yeah. Perfect. All right. I'll hold up the potion. All right, guys. We're going to have one shot at this, in my opinion. Because I don't know. She said normally a person drinks the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I also suspect if each of us have a little bit, it will just last a shorter amount of time. Um, however, we should experiment with who we think would be best in the situation to potentially deal with magic stuff. And I'm going to put my vote with the either Captain or Decim, because I'm not good at magic. Raka, I'm not sure if you're good with magic at all, but I assume you're not. You're like me. You're good at kicking butt. But let's have that. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, if one of you would like to start drinking the potion and see if you return to regular size and then start handing it to the rest of us, that'd be good. If you don't return to regular size, though, and you're only like, if drinking a quarter of the potion means less big and same amount of time, I'm, I'm hoping it's less time and same shape. That's right. what that's what I'm hoping for. But it could also be same time and smaller shape, and we probably want to get bigger to deal with whatever's in there. Um, thoughts? Uh, it looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Destin's just over there chugging it this whole time that you've been talking. <laughs> uh, hmm. So thoughts? Uh, Brocka will say in Orcish. 
I I think we should give it to the captain first, just because uh, that Decim, Decim and you know, sharing. I reply in Arkish. Yeah, he might get over enthusiastic about it, um, and drink it all. So I. Uh, let's give it to the captain first, and then we'll play by ear. And on my turn, I'm like, Captain, if you'll start drinking it, try to only drink a quarter, see what happens. And if you go full size, just pass it around, and we'll see how long it lasts. Cool. And we have to be really quick. We got to, like, bum rush the place, figure out what it is, and then okay. deal deal with stuff. Uh, I mean, if it was time for experimentation, that was the time. So I'll take it, kind of, like, swirl it around. And uh, sip like a quarter, and then immediately start handing it to the next to I guess Pratia. Yeah. While I'm gonna, I, and I'm gonna watch him to see what happens. So yeah. as you take a swig, it has like this weird uh, kind of spearmint mixed with dirt oh. taste. Oh. So it's like that's not oh not so much, and it's not like spearmint aftertaste. It's like spearmint taste with dirt aftertaste. It's right. very kind of weird. And roll any die for me. Any die. Let's do a D four. You sound fun. Three. Alright. So immediately your form begins to grow. So he hands over the the remaining potion to Pracha. What do you do? I'm gonna wait to see how much he grows first. Okay. Uh he, Captain Morrigan, you return to your normal size. Cool. I'm gonna I'm going to be, Oh go ahead. Be like, because I didn't think of this until just now. I need to get away from my friends because I do not want to step on it. <laughs> right, right. Fair enough. And I'm assuming you guys got out from under the ramp, too. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he grows. Okay. Uh, I'm going to drink a quarter again, and then I'm going to have to... Ha- Pass it to Braca to then give it to Decim for the last bet, and he can drink all. Yeah. So Pracha again, it's that same like like mouthwash almost like it hits you right in the face when you t- drink it, but then when you like breathe out, it's this weird heavy dirt taste. Roll a D D whatever. Okay. D whatever. Let's go. Um, I'm gonna roll a D six. Yes. Excellent. And you grow and you are also the same size that you should. You are you are your normal size. High fives. Braca. <laughs> I drink a quarter. Okay. Uh, hand it to Decim and try to move away and hope I roll well. Okay. Roll your die. All right. So as you hand it to Decim, like it he like is just ready for it. Obviously, <laughs> he just snatches it from your hands and immediately begins drinking it. Um, but you also return to your normal size. Decim, I'm assuming you're drinking it. Oh, yeah, like, uh, he uh, he looks parched and uh, pining while yeah. he watched the. I feel the like while done. he exactly while the others were drinking, he was like. <laughs> Go ahead yeah. and roll a, a die and let me know what you get. It's like a dog oh, when you take about a peanut butter jar. <laughs> <laughs> That's a one. A one? Sorry, your audio cut out again. What'd you say? 
One, excellent. You also return to your normal size. Uh, if Pracha's theory is correct, you have about 15 minutes. We should, uh... Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Go, 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 go. 15 minutes, let's go. So where, you head, where, uh, where do you head to? Uh, I mean, into the fun house in that the fun is house? the source of all evil Okay. Um, and tininess. So as you are walking up the ramp, all of these noises are apparent to you that you hadn't really heard when you were that tiny because... Maybe it's just because you were so tiny, you just couldn't hear like what was on the other side of the building. But you can obviously hear as you're heading up the ramp, there are noises coming from off in the distance, the other side of the fun house, all of this like life that you had just not really been aware of until now. Um, you hear a cat screeching and it suddenly stops. And then shortly thereafter, not immediately after, but shortly thereafter, you hear a howling noise like a wolf. Um, you also hear kind of from behind you off in the town that squeaking noise and you look around and you don't see the large pink dinosaur but you do hear it squeaking throughout the it's somewhere over that direction an area you haven't even been into but you can tell where it is it seems like it is um, irritated like you, you haven't heard it squeak unless it's responding to something and Captain, I feel like you, with your passive, you might hear, um, kind of under all of this, you do hear, like, a fluttering noise, like that of wings. It's really hard to, it's really hard to say where it is, but it's obviously outside, it's not in the funhouse, but all of right. these things just become apparent to you while you were heading up. Just, you were so small before you couldn't hear them. Gotcha. So what do you, uh, what do you do? Uh, just so I'm aware of the plan, where are negotiating right like we don't have time to like right no we didn't, we're not we're not have we don't have time for anything delicate we're we're forceful negotiating this all right yep okay so you all head up the ramp you get to that intersection that essentially oh so when you were here before and you saw that there was text written on the ground but you couldn't read it because it was so large when all you right. get up there you see one side says enter and the other side says as exit so you're pretty sure to your left is where you enter and to your right is where you would come out when you're done. Uh, if you were going through on, for the purpose of going through the fun house. Right. Um, it isn't a single door that leads in and out. Which side do you want to go in? Exit. My vote's for exit as well. Exit. Okay. Exit so you well. get to the exit and it does have a handle like... Um, it seems as though the handle is is placed oddly. It's a little higher than you would expect it. Almost um, probably too tall for a child to be able to reach should a child come up here and want to try and sneak into the fun house. So you reach up and you grab that and you pull it open. And Pracha, what's, what's the end of this fun house? What do you think the it is? Oh, what do I do? I think the end yeah. of the fun house is. Uh, um, I would say the end would be, you know, probably usually in a fun house, there's like a slide or something at the end. Totally. 
So you look in and you see this metal sheet that just goes up into the dark, and everyone has dark vision, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So everyone looks up and you can see um, at the top there. There looks like there's a carving, but it's almost like the carving is facing away from you, so it's hard to tell. And the slide goes through that carving, um, but you can tell that on the other side of it, there are some features that are hidden by its own shape. Uh, there's probably some like stuff hanging down to like snag at you as you were if you were you know sliding down it just to be creepy and everything because it is in complete darkness. You don't see any source of light. Um, maybe you notice a little bit of ambient light up through the hole at the top of the slide. Okay. How do you want to try and get up that? Can you scramble? You could try, yeah. Yeah, I'm... Do you want to do a dex or an athletics? I'll let you pick. Athletics. Sorry, dex. Okay. So, Desim, go ahead and make a, a roll. Let me know what you get. 18. 18. And you're going to add a 1 to that. So, Desim just kind of like, in true mouse style, <laughs> scrambles up. And you're not even seeing anything he's grabbing onto. But he just scampers up. Like, every so often you see his shoes slide and... The way that he moves isn't really conducive to wearing shoes, but he manages to catch himself and makes it to the top. Decim, uh, at the top, you go through the hole and you can see the other side is is shaped like kind of like a, a leering devil face with its mouth open. And then there's a hallway that goes beyond that. Strike a defensive pose. Okay, who's going next? I'll try to go next. Okay. Do you want to do athletics or acrobatics? I'll do athletics. Okay. I'm also going to have the added of using my sword as like a ice pick. Gotcha. Because I don't think that the shoot is going to be really strong metal. I could be wrong. Um, let's see. Athletics. There we are. So I'm going to use well, the, uh, I'm going to use the advantage one on that. <laughs> I'm going to use the advantage one on that because you were using like the tool to help you. Um, oh, that's fair. It is... Prussia obviously has a harder time scrambling up. There's a lot of like jam the sword in, pull herself up, pull the sword out quickly, slide a couple of feet back, jam the sword in, pull herself up. Um, but she does end up making it to the top. And at the top, you see Desim um, just like watching the hallway beyond the defensive manner. He's not shouting any, like, uh, paladinish quotes or anything. He seems pretty quiet. I'm gonna... Mm, maybe he's not a paladin of Corian. Maybe it's something else. <laughs> mm. Who's going anyway, next? I... Uh, I'll get a shot. Okay. You choose which one you want to use to go up. Excellent. So a little smoother than Pracha did, but still like it is it is awkward. You're essentially just, you know, trying to run up this smooth surface. Um, and more than like physically being able to just shove yourself oh, no. up there. Oh, that's some 
Well, he's watch. He's guarding anyway. He'll come back. Um, more than like forcing yourself up, you're able to like kind of bounce off the sides. If you start sliding, you just like let yourself slide over and then bounce and shove yourself up, and you make it to the top. Braca, I assume you're gonna follow. Oh yeah, I'm gonna follow, and I'm gonna try and follow with some grace and style. Okay. Uh. Is that dex or acrobatics? Uh, so I would do acrobatics. So your main problem is you have hooves. <laughs> and so as you're like trying to, to do this, um, you just are having no luck having purchase. Like your hands, you, you feel like a, a grip to it. But your hooves are just sliding all over this. What do you? How would you try and overcome that? Do you have any tools or anything that would allow you to get a better grip? Get a be better grip with with my hooves. That that's going to be a little difficult. Yeah. Uh, how much do I feel like? Well, may, maybe I could try just brute strength this and you know, use the muscular upper body. Sure. Uh, do a do an intelligence check. Nice. So, whichever role you want to do again, acrobatics or athletics, you can do. You notice that those those holes that Pracha dug in, although they're irregular, you feel like you could like stick the tip of your hoof into one of those. So if you can make it up to that, you'll have a much easier time. So roll an, ath an athletics or an acrobatics at advantage. Nice. Way easier. There we go. In fact, once you catch on, it is just like watching a, a horse shaped swan <laughs> flowing upwards. Uh, you make it to the top. Everyone is now someone else on the feed. Yay. John, are you back? Can you hear us? Yeah, that thing just totally crapped out. Like no. my uh, my disc was at like a hundred percent, then memory's a hundred percent. I was like, "What is going on?" No, it happens. <laughs> it happens. So yeah. uh, everyone's made it to the top, and Decim, oh, Decim, you were the first. There's a short hallway, but what's beyond that hallway? This is a very important question, um, but I have learned in. Uh, in my early years in the swamps that I should never be the first to go um, as typically a cousin is better scouting to distract than to discover information. Um, so I'll hang back a little bit okay. uh, in, case, uh, in case something, you know, is in there that wants to eat somebody. Absolutely. So, yeah. But what, uh, what, what room of the fun house do you think comes next? Oh, and technically we're going backwards through the fun house. So, what do you? I remember the fun houses I've been in. Yeah, um, but yes, kind of before the slide. Well, there'd be like a probably before the slide there'd be like a corridor, probably like a, like one of those kind of rickety catwalks. Yeah, uh, and probably really black uh, walls that are like kind of like like light sucking. You know, they're really really dark. Yeah, it's probably like some kind of maybe psychedelic solar painting or something that's black light. Have you ever reactive. seen the ones that like spin? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Super psychedelic kind of like catwalk thing. So as you but walk you into figure. this room, actually, who goes first? Because Desum is is stepping aside to allow everyone else to go before him. I'll go first. I think I have. Everyone's like, I go first. The captain can go first okay. if he wants to. So, Captain, you step through. Captain's prerogative. You step through, and, like, this little doorway, and there's, like, a, a faint light. It's just ambient. It's probably magical. You can't really tell what it's coming from. That kind of, like, illuminates this um, intersection. And then there's, like, some dangling fabric that's all black. Um, in fact, it's so black that it seems to absorb that, uh, that ambient light a bit. And as you move aside this fabric on the other side is just this dark hallway did everyone hear that the dog barking yeah okay i just want to make sure Captain morgan roll a, a d whatever you wanna let's go d10 excellent so as you like open this um you you see this hallway and the hallway is partially moving like it seems your, your dark vision can't combat the darkness. You don't see the walls. You don't see the floor. You don't see the, the ceiling or anything. All you see before you is this spinning tube that is the hallway. You don't even see where you're supposed to step. And on that tube, like, it's just this random splotches and, and lines and such of glowing light very uh -huh. disorienting um in fact those of you standing behind him that can't see it he automatically starts just leaning left which is the direction that the the, the tube is spinning um you're still in the doorway so you haven't like you're not feeling like you're going to fall over but you can feel that you kind of shift that direction what do you do uh so i want to steady myself and remember my sea legs and then quickly, actually not quickly, slowly and easily, like just step forward and like feel around for some kind of ground. Yeah. Uh, rapier out though. Okay. So as you step forward, even though you don't see anything, you your feet meet some kind of floor. Um, and mm. it seems like that tube is spinning under it. So it's almost like that floor is invisible. Right. Um, and because you are a sailor, when you do your checks to make it through this, I'm going to give you advantage. Uh, Everyone else will not have that. Oh. Um, you might get advantage for going through for some other reason, you tell me. But the captain has, as he said, sea legs. And it's it's a little easier. Um, but you're not going to automatically make it, Captain, because it is more of a visual thing than a... a rather than actual. Rate. So you start heading through? Yep. All right. So I'm going to have you do a deck save... At advantage. Nice. Crap, it wouldn't have mattered what, which one you rolled. Uh, so even though it's disorienting and you, you do, like, no matter how hard you try, you just kind of lean left, you manage to, like, start moving forward through it. Who's going after him? I'll go. Okay. Oh, he can go. <laughs> okay. All right, Braca. Uh, how, how do you want to do this? Do you have any ideas... Or do you want to just try to walk through it? Uh, it? Was I able to see the captain at all? Yeah, so if or you were next, you could essentially hold that fabric aside and you could see him. Um, it's much less of a, 
of a seeing him once he steps through, almost as though light is being absorbed, and therefore you're, even though you have dark vision, it's it's not right. the kind of darkness that you can see in, but you can see his outline right. against those lights. So, so I can see his outline, and mm-hmm. I, I imagine that might be a little bit like uh, tracking some people through the desert. Absolutely. Which uh, Braca, uh, that that's how he learned to get through places. Absolutely. So we're going to do, instead of advantage, I'm going to give you a plus two to your deck save. Oh. So it's not quite advantage, but not terrible either. All right. And... The other thing, I assume that we've been making noise so far. We're not exactly being stealthy at this point. The so Pracha climbing the the the, sl- the slide was definitely loud. Um, the captain and Decim going up wasn't too bad, and you do feel like you made some noise going up because there was a lot of like your hooves clanging against it, and then when you were climbing successfully, um, you had to like kind of jam your hoof in in order to do it. So yeah, you haven't been very stealthy. Yeah, so so Brock is thinking, okay, we've kind of blown the, uh, we may have blown some of the element of surprise and stealth. So what might make more sense is for him to uh, sing a little ditty as he goes along. So whoever is following behind will have an audio cue of where he's stepping. And gotcha. He will also try to be very loud if he missteps and falls somewhere. Gotcha. So people know not to go there. Right. All right, make your deck safe. Use the other sentence. 22 that's not bad at all all right so uh following captain with him as your like visual anchor your balance is still a little tweaked you definitely feel yourself leaning into the turning but you follow him with ease pracha are you following behind him yes okay so he's singing out you have this like definite audio Q, is there anything else you want to try and do to help yourself go through the tunnel? I'm going to sheath my sword because the odds of me stabbing myself accidentally are higher than it helping me in this situation. Totally. (laughs) All right. Uh, So go ahead and do a deck save. I'm going to give you a plus one for uh, Braca's audio help. Thank you, Braca. Uh, all right, deck save, deck success. Oh, goodness. We'll see. <laughs> Not that at all. So you'll end up with an 18. And what's your passive perception? Oh, uh, I think it's 10. 10? Okay. Yeah. All right, so you you follow behind again. There's that weird sensation of like kind of like you're falling to the side, and you're you do your head tilts a bit, and you can feel it, and you stumble a little, but you follow along pretty easily. Um, Decim, what is your passive perception? Oh no, wait, I have your character sheet right here. Mwahaha. Eleven? Nope, ten. Nope, eleven. Oh, it's ten. Are you sure it's ten? So you have a, a plus one in wisdom. So that will so give you an 11. Because yeah. you're not trained in it. So yeah, so it's an 11. Uh, what do you do to follow them? Uh, I get really low to the ground. Okay, and you're just going to like kind of crawl along? Yep. All right, 
make you can do your deck save at advantage as well. Alright. Seventeen and a fifteen. Nice. And your bonus is plus one. So you get an eighteen. Perfect. Uh it's it's de- disorienting. Um, you do less of the leaning just because you you aren't actually standing. Your feet aren't trying to take you the opposite direction that your head is, um, and you follow along pretty easily. However, as you guys are nearing kind of the middle of this, Captain, you hear that 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 fluttering of wings again. Um, uh-huh. You feel like maybe just a moment ago you heard something tearing you're not a hundred percent sure can i get a direction on the, the go sounds, ahead and make or... a perception check Fifteen. Fifteen. uh you feel like the tearing was somewhere maybe above you but you don't see anything besides the swirling lights right So yeah, I will communicate that with my peoples. Um, okay. we're, I assume we're like a good six, ten feet in, from each other. Yeah, you feel like, oh, from each other? Yeah, like how long is it between like one person going and then the next person? I feel like you guys kind of followed each other closely, but if that is okay. not the case, you tell me. I would like to have followed each other. This is not a place where we want to be like separating. No, um, not exactly. yeah. We're most definitely together, but okay. you know... So I'll let them know and then try to get to the other side as quick as possible so we can like be oriented for whatever is making this sound. Okay. So as you you know, are trying to hurry your way through, um, in your vision, rather than seeing something that's necessarily there, you suddenly see this like flutter of what's not there, like something covering up that that like smear of light that's spinning right there and over there there's a blotch that moves in front of some light um and as it gets closer you can tell that it's winged and there's many of them and this cloud of something just like engulfs you everyone roll initiative and Desim, just tell me what you get on your d20. 15. 15. I'm sorry, what was that? 1-5. One 1-5, five. One five. excellent. And you have plus 1, so you have 16. Excellent. Alright, inspiration. Our initiative. There we go. Um... Not sure if that will just roll the one though, or yep, I'm just gonna roll a d20. Okay, yeah, that's just fine. Just tell me what you get. Yeah, I got. Is that two? Is that two? Is that two? Yeah, I got two. (laughs) (laughs) And Captain, what did you get? Got a thirteen. Thirteen. Excellent. All right, so Decim. as these forms essentially swarm over the captain, it, it's pretty audible. Like there's this fluttering of wings 
and I don't know, Captain, if you grunt or say anything, but there's you you definitely warned everybody that something was out there, and so you mm-hmm. heard this like fluttering and movement around. What do you do, Desim? So I can't see the captain. You more than seeing him, it's more like you're seeing an absence of the area in front of you that would be everyone else in front of you. Um, and around the oh. captain is a uh, a cloud of something that's like fluttering, like several small winged creatures. I drink a potion. Just randomly. Yep. Roll a d10 for me. Six. Six. I don't think you rolled that one last time. Uh, hang on. Excellent. Um, as you drink it, there's this effervescent feeling in your body, almost like bubbles are forming. And you've, you've felt bubbles on your skin before, and it feels similar, but this is like inside, and it's very wonderful feeling. And you feel almost lighter than air, but your feet are still on the ground. Oh, I'm not sure what that did, but I'm sure it will manifest somehow. Um, those things that are surrounding the captain, are they like bugs? It would be easily within your grasp of like what bugs are shaped like to say that it's very potentially a swarm of bugs, yes. I spent the action drinking the potion, um, but I am going to draw closer to get a better inspection of the Okay. Are you trying to move through your friend's spaces, or are you trying to go around them? Um, well, as I'm still on the ground, I, I'll just try and scurry underneath as Absolutely. quickly as possible. Yeah, so you scurry, like, essentially between everyone's legs, and as you get closer to the captain, um, you have, like, a, a very limited sense of your dark vision. Um, when you're like super close to somebody or something and that's essentially showing you like you can kind of make out the captain's pants for example Um, and every so often what looks like a moth just like flutters by your face oh lunch (laughs) cool yeah I will um, I will uh, become very pleased with uh, with lunch presenting itself excellent start out next round so captain it is your turn. Um, being swarmed by winged bugs, yeah. I think I'm going to make sure I'm facing away from my friends. Okay. And just stab. Blindly out. Blindly, incoherently, yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll an attack at disadvantage. Uh, let's see. So seventeen. Seventeen. Does it disadvantage? Yeah. Okay. Just verifying. And advantage was a natural twenty. Aww. Roll oh, your damage. So that's a that's a D eight plus three, so nine. Okay. So as they're fluttering around, your your dark vision does reveal as they get super close to you that they're these large. When I say large moths, they're still tiny, but they're, like, larger than your typical moth, and they have these bright orange... Actually, you can't see colors. Never mind. Um, 
the, the, these moths kind of like flutter by your face and so you kind of wait for one and you stab at it and you do nick it and feel like you probably actually nicked a few and anything else you still have movement or any bonus actions uh, I'll stay here okay so right now the captain is in the front and technically though decim i don't think of the rat folk have do they have the shared space like a halfling does i don't think they do but because you're laying on the ground i'm not know. i'm just going to allow it so Braca, oh. it's your turn in between Nope, nope. Pratch is behind you. So the captain's in front of you, and he's kind of flailing around. Um, it looks somewhat intentional flailing, and you can see that there are these like forms fluttering around. Every so often, one gets close enough to your face that you can tell it's a moth. What do you do? So, Captain, we're trying to beat these things up? Uh... We're, I think we're trying to get definitely get away from here for sure um, beating them up as we leave uh, is, there, is there another obvious place we can go I assume when we get to the end of this hall there'll be another door that is hopefully less disorienting hmm but these creatures are between us and the end of the hall. So, uh, just a question. This is like a, a swarm, not like an actual like big. It thing does, that's like it does us, seem right? like a swarm, correct? Okay. And and Brock, to answer your question, um, it definitely seems like this this group of of moths is between you and the end of the hall. It's more like engulfing the captain. So some of them are between him and the end of the hall, but some are between him and you. So. But for you, yes, they are definitely all between you and the end of the hall. Well, then I think what I want to do is um, get a little cl closer, if I can, to, to be within uh, mop distance sure. and start cleaning them up. Yeah, you are absolutely within mop distance. Go ahead and roll. Uh, it's going to be a disadvantage just because of the situation, but it doesn't matter. Sure. Roll. Oh, wait, sorry. Let me scroll down. Didn't bring up everything. It's got damage on there, huh? It does. Yes, it nice. does. All right. So you definitely feel like a thunk, thunk, thunk as your mop moves through the cloud of, of moths. Anything else? Uh, bonus action. Try and catch one or at least one like this. Go yoink and then just drop. Okay. Do you actually say yoink? Well, it depends on whether or not I get one. Fair enough. Horse punch. Uh, you go to say yoink, but it flutters away from your hand, and you don't manage to grab it. Anything else? So I don't say yoink. You don't say yoink. I mean, I guess you could, but you could say it quietly, like you're like, "Well, I was gonna say yoink." No. <laughs> okay. That brings us to not Pracha's turn. Sorry, Pracha. That's okay. I rolled a two. <laughs> so, Captain, several of these moths that are flittering around you land on you, and you feel 
pressure being applied on your skin and on the clothing. But does does a 20 hit you? Yes. Okay. You're going to take one point of damage. And it feels like it's not, you've been like stabbed before and you've had like major injuries and like that, that feeling of injury is localized, right? So this is more like that point is spread out from several bites around your body. Huh. And now it's Proch's turn. I'm going to smash some bugs. Um, first, I'm actually going to yell at the captain. If you have anything that can set things on fire, do that. Nope. I'm, I'm going to squash a bug. Okay. So you want to, like, reach around Bracca essentially, and try and smash some of the stuff that's fl- yeah. like, fluttering I'll, around? Sure. I'll smash some stuff. I feel like my shield might be more effective at that, but I'm going to use my longsword. Gotcha. So you um, can do... Uh, so it'll be a disadvantage, but just roll okay. your attack. Uh, oh, Holy that's moly. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, again, you feel that resistance of, of moth being slashed apart upon your blade. Anything else? Um... No, I'm good, I think. Uh, actually, I don't think I had any kind of rest at all. So I think I'm still down on health. Gotcha. From the battle at some point. Uh, the the worm things, unless we rested, but I don't think we did. So you could have taken, uh, taken a rest to spend a, your hit die during that, that hour that you were waiting for the potion to re, resize itself. Um, uh, so if you want to retroactively do that, go for it. If not, I totally understand. Um, I feel I feel like I didn't do it, so I'm gotcha. I'm just my sheet now. Um, so I'm just gonna do the one d ten second wind. Okay. Um, I'm use my bonus action, which is one d ten plus my uh, fighter level, okay. which is one. So let me roll d ten. Cool. I heal six. Nice. Which is perfect. Um, and then I think that's oh, that's it. Okay. Well, that is perfect because as you're like swatting all this and you kind of take that moment to like recharge yourself, um, you have been hearing like the sounds of the fluttering wings and everything, but you didn't really realize that it was coming up from behind you as well. Oh gosh. Okay. And more of them flood around you. Does a, does a 12 hit you? It does. It does. You are also going to take one point of piercing damage. All right. Okay. And then Dessim. Yes. What do you do? I'm gonna grab one and take a bite out of crime. Sure. 
Roll a. Uh... I believe I have a bite attack. Oh, great. Do that. Bite egg. 16. 16. That will hit. Your bite attack should be. Oh, I can click this. Hang on. Bum, bum, bum. You do two piercing damage. Ferocious. Ferocious. All right. Uh, Decim and Captain, you can tell that there are not as many of the moss swarming around your area. Uh, Decim, do you do anything else before it's the captain's turn? Chew. Chew. Perfect. Before you follow, yeah. Um, Captain, what do you do? Uh, did the captain also hear the uh, moss coming from behind? I feel like your with your passive being mm -hmm. as amazing as it is. Yeah, it, it not only like could you hear the increase in the volume, but you could tell what distance or like what direction it was coming from. So you do know there are more behind you. Gotcha. Um, then I will stabby stabby like whatever's in front of me. Okay. Uh, nice. With disadvantage, that's twelve. That will hit. And okay, so that that D eight plus three, so seven. Oh, is it different than your? Yeah, you, this you're is you're using a, sword, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, dagger and trident. Perfect. Uh, excellent. So. As you are beginning to, like, stab out at these, um, you feel it's, like, draining. Like, it doesn't sap your strength, but it definitely kind of, like, saps your energy. You're going to mm -hmm. take three hit points of damage. And your max is reduced by that amount. Okay. Anything else? Um, I am going to try to direct everyone to like follow me as best they can. Okay. Um, to the I'm assuming we're like within, like, range of the end of this thing, maybe like one you, or two rounds. So you can't really see like it's just yes. just black at the end. So you're not really sure what is the end, but you can see the end of the swirling light, which you're you're hoping, hoping. is is the end. Yeah, um, and, then and I'm you gonna... feel like you could move there. Um, it depends on if you want to move carefully, like you were, or just run. You could get there, like move your normal speed, of right. thirty, or move carefully and try to not fall off, like you. So you you uh... does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I think I'm gonna follow Des Desum, like get down low, okay. kind of like on all fours, try to make it to the end. Sure, without... so you're gonna crawl, which is half your speed. Perfect. Yeah. Um, you won't get quite to the end crawling, but you don't need to make a yeah. another save at this point. Um, perfect. That brings us to Baraka's turn. So. What would I have seen for from these mods doing so, doing something to the captain that did they seem to be counter 
like really you can't you, reacting to being yeah you haven't really seen scared. anything as far as like um they've been swarming around him you haven't really seen them necessarily attack him uh with what your limited vision allows for but you do see the captain um the the shadow that is him drops down and it's startling at first because you don't know if he fell over or did it on purpose but you can assume having not heard him hit the ground <laughs> that he he went down on all fours on purpose well I don't necessarily want to leave Proctor like at the back with both of these so I'm going to try and hit the one in front of me a little more okay Uh, there's just like a few left and you essentially just reach out and smash them there might be like one or two fluttering around but you feel like those those few are just stragglers they're just kind of floating off at this point they're not even bothersome. so bonus action try and catch them just sure like, no yeah no. you can snatch them out of the air sure show off a little bit and then uh try and make my way to the other side. You don't put him in your mouth like Decim? No. No. <laughs> no, who would do that? No. In, in fact, what I'm trying to do is, is catch the last one and then see if I can just gently lay it down in a state of, well, unconsciousness, but not death and food. Gotcha. Uh, so to move on, Decim, you can feel Decim in front of you. like a, You can move your foot around and you know he's there. Do you want to um, move forward carefully and cautiously, or do you want to just try and make up the distance as fast as possible? I'm, I'm afraid that if I just go quickly that uh, I may accidentally step on someone if they're going low. Yeah. So I would like to try and go slowly, but if I think it's possible, stay on my hooves. Okay. As so, opposed to crouching. So going slowly and and like carefully stepping around, like kind of feeling out where Decim is, you manage to move beyond him and you get an idea of where the captain is based on what very little little like of the swirling light is left around him. And so you're just behind him now. Okay. Excellent. Great. And turn. Pracha. Mm-hmm. Um, you too feel that that like kind of energy drain. You're gonna take three hit points of damage and your max okay. your max is reduced by that amount. Alright. And then what do you do? Uh Um, I am going to uh So there's no other there's no opponents anymore, right? Like there's just the swarm that you're in. Oh, I'm in a swarm. Yes. Okay, I'm going to kill it. Okay. <laughs> As best I can. Um 
actually is this guy. I'm going to try to use my shields to kind of like smush. Sure. Smush. Yeah. So it's just it's a little awkward, and you like swish your shield through the air, and you definitely feel contact, but you're not really sure if it damaged them. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Um, I mean, that was my, uh, I'm going to start moving. I don't like being in the swarm. Okay. So as you um, begin moving forward, are you trying to like hurry forward or are you trying to carefully move? I can carefully move forward. I was sharp. I'm holding sharp pointy objects. True. Uh, so you don't have to do a save as you're moving forward, but you do feel as you are that some of those moths are attached to you. So even though you step out of the, the like the swarm, the, the cloud of them, they are coming, some of them are coming with you. Okay. Anything else? That's all your stuff, right? Yeah, that's all my stuff. Okay. That fluttering swarm behind you kind of flutters around some more and it, it seems to move with you, um, but doesn't do anything else decim um you said i feel like really light right you do hmm. i'm gonna try and bring forward since i'm already kind of in a lower crouch sort of uh position see if see if i i can get some extra extra air since i'm lighter the spring so you want to essentially launch yourself forward on the plane that you're on, like plane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, toward the end of the tunnel. So your strength is eight. Um, you leap forward, and like you relatively easily catch up with with Braca. It doesn't feel like it like you were able to leap any further than. You have leaped before. Hmm. Shall, this will require more uh, more testing. Do I have any movement left? Sure. Finish out the rest of my movement. Uh, so it's a little I difficult because Braca is still upright, but the captain is right in front of him and he's crouched and you're not really sure. You can try and go around him if you feel like there might be space for you to do so, but you're not really sure where the edge, if any, of the floor is. Well, I mean, assuming that there's room to go around, that means squeezing, and squeezing is the thing I do. That is. Yeah, so I'm to attempt to squeeze past. Okay. So you squeeze between Brock's legs and then like kind of sidle off to the side and Captain, you feel like this furry form scamper past you and you know that Decim is now ahead of you. Oh! Decim, roll a D whatever. I will go with a D20. Eight. Eight. So outside, you hear that howling again. Um, p- 
Pracha, I don't know how to explain this exactly, sorry, but you feel this like tremor go through the, the swarm that's around you. Um, almost like that howl had some kind of effect on them. And then they, the ones that are attached to you begin fluttering and flying off of you. And then it is the captain's turn. Keep on moving towards that swirling light. Sure, and you're you're uh, cl- crawling, right? Yeah. Excellent. So yeah, you just continue on, and after you get past the edge of the swirling light, very very dimly ahead of you, you can make out a doorway that is essentially just shades of darkness lighter than the complete lack of light that you can see uh, everywhere right. else. Um, it's just a rectangle of, of dark, dark gray as opposed to the darkness. Gotcha. Uh, you felt um, like you could make it through if you wanted to dash. I will not. I will communicate with uh, my friends here. Okay. Um, there's a doorway some feet right here. Let's just keep on going. And then I'll stand here and ready a stab if any moth comes like close gotcha so you want to stand up yeah okay so you stand up um and you turn back towards them yes okay perfect braca uh uh braca will move carefully towards the door okay and would it take a full action to get all the way to the door, or would I be able to it, check out the door? So you're walking, not crawling, correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to walk carefully, but I don't want to fully crawl because, you know, yeah. crawling people are easy to ambush. That is also true. Um, so, yeah, you, you can essentially kept up, catch up with the captain, and you can go a little bit beyond him. Um you definitely see that rectangle of, of lighter gray or darker gray, but like lighter than the area you've been in. Um, and just beyond, you can tell that there is a, uh, there's another room, but it's, it's like around. So, uh, the gray essentially is a, is the intersection is the corner. And so you glimpse a room that's beyond that. Well, one of us has to go first. It's true. Uh, but I don't want to necessarily dash and separate the party, so I will try to be in the place where I'm first and uh, go ahead and take the dodge action. Perfect. All right, Pracha. So those those mods that had attached themselves have detached and kind of fluttering off. Uh, it seems like the swarm around you is actually spreading out from you and flying off. Do you want to do anything? Um, it hasn't quite reached a, a reaction for you to do an attack of opportunity, but it seems like they're they're fleeing. Oh, you're muted. 
right. Um, sorry. No, no, uh, all right. So they're fleeing. Um, you you missed my you missed my uh, quandary whether or not I should stab them because they might come back or right. just well enough alone and not and not antagonize them more. Uh, I'm gonna wait for the stabbings. Okay. Um, just because, I, uh, no, we gotta do this fast. I'm gonna let them go. Okay. I'm wasting time. I'm wasting time stabbing. <laughs> do you want to try and catch up with the others? Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna go carefully still because I am awkward. Gotcha. Um, but uh, I will kind of move that way. Totally, and carefully moving up. Um, and, and keeping an eye on the, the spots where you can see them. Uh, you don't even have to do a save. You can make it up to them. And with that, we'll go off of initiative. But we will also call it for this week. However, remember that Bracca, Bracca, you're going to tell us at the beginning of next week what that room is beyond this room. So keep and that in mind. I'm gonna need to do some, I'll need to do research because I've never been in a funhouse. That's totally fair. That's a that's a perfect time to stop. Then, yay! <laughs> cool. Well, thanks everybody for playing today. Why don't we take a moment to introduce ourselves, Captain? Let's start with you. Uh, hi, so I'm Chaz, and I am playing good old Captain Morgan. Um. And I, when I'm not playing Captain Morgan, I do research on like video games and storytelling and music and that fun stuff. Yay! Not to be confused with Captain Morgan, who, who is, is a douche, right? A right shyster, that a guy. Right shyster. <laughs> Excellent. Pracha, you're next. Uh, hi, I play Pracha. My real name is Katie. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Katie Griffin Writer or at www.mostprowl.com. In my real life, I do weddings. Yay! Yay! And you're finally getting back to doing that now that yes. things are light lessening. Like, yes. yes. Still there. We get, still we get, be safe. Still be there. Yeah. yeah. We get to do things outdoors with masks. So that's awesome. Yay. That is awesome. Yeah. All right, Braca, you're next. Hi, I'm Noah, and I play Braca Blue. And when I'm not here, you can find me on Twitter at Noah Grand, or you know, writing something for the DMs Guild, or working with uh, various events that are moving online for you know, playing D and D online. Yeah. Uh, the next, are you are you part of? Are you doing anything with D and D Live, or is that? I don't know who is all. No, um, no I'm. Not working with them uh, this year. You know, maybe in the future when they're back live in Los Angeles, there'd be more of an opportunity. But yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, didn't work out this year. Yeah, cool. And last but not least, Desim, tell us all about yourself. John and I uh, play Desim. Find me on the Instagram, Distillosaurus Rex. Uh, today's post uh, is brought to you by. Very lengthy uh, detours. And they shut down a, a portion of the road. They send you an extra 30 kilometers in the other direction. <laughs> uh, but it's super pretty up there, uh, this detour on the uh, the R668. So definitely check it out. For those of you who don't know, John's in Ireland. So oh, yeah, it's also a that. beautiful country no matter... I can't say no matter where you go, but every part that I've seen is beautiful. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting detoured 30 kilometers. 
And it's not bad. <laughs> and I am Jeremy Hochalter. I am the dungeon master for the show, and I run um, or I host uh, the lore you know earlier in the day on Fridays. Come chat with us. Uh, currently, we're doing all things Scarlands with uh, Sarah Stewart, who is an author for Scarlands, and she also is uh, published on Sloretian Vault, as have I. Um, so come join us at 2 p.m. Eastern for learning all sorts of lore about the Scarlands. Once we wrap up, which who knows when that'll be, uh, we'll move on to a different world. And uh, let's see, what else do I do? I publish stuff on DMs Guild and Drive-Thru RPG. And I also am part of a actual play where I am playing in the Scarlands on Monday on Plastic Age Plays, which is Travis Legg's Twitch. He's the line developer for Scarlands, so come check us out. That is at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern. And I will post everyone's awesome links in the show notes. Everyone stay healthy, stay safe, be good people, be nice to each other. <laughs> <laughs> my heart goes out to everyone today um yeah any last words anyone uh donate to charity groups right now because that is more important now than ever before if you can't get out um and stay strong and be careful guys absolutely yeah d donate what you can whether it's money if if you you know don't have much right now, which I can definitely understand. Donating time, donating effort, donating just an ear to be able to listen to people. Whatever Absolutely. you can. Yeah. It all adds up. So true. Anything else? I don't want to cut anyone off. All right. Well, we will see you next Friday at uh, 4.30 Eastern here on WH Publications on Twitch. And if you haven't caught us live, you can check it out on YouTube or on podcasts, and we'll post all the fun links for that. Everyone have a good week, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye!